live from Marcelin College in Melbourne, Australia. You are listening to Be Like Her Live on Marcelin Live. Welcome everyone, live from Marcelin College in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to Be Like Her Live on Marcelin Live. My name is Alex Chung and my co-hosts today are Joshua McCraith and Declan Braniff. Our special guest today is Suzanne Farley, Deputy Principal of Learning and Teaching in Marcelin College. Hi, Suzanne. Welcome to the show. Hi. How, how are you today? Quite well, thank you. Mm-hmm. So, can you describe the work that you do and the role that you have in the school and the impact that you feel it has on other people? Uh, well, my role in the school is quite broad. Uh, my role involves looking at the curriculum that we teach from year 7 through to year 12 and overseeing that development and how we teach in the classroom. And I, I think that probably has quite a bit of influence on a lot of people around the college. And did you find any challenges for yourself uh, as a woman to enter a pretty high-level position in an all-male school? Oh, I think there's always challenges when you're, when you're entering a high-level position, particularly somebody coming in who's new to the college. Um, for me, the biggest challenge is getting to know the environment and getting to know the community. Um, and I think every school has unique communities and every um, workplace, every environment has unique communities. And this is unique for me, being a, an all-male or an, a all-male student population particularly. Um, so getting to know that community and, and how things might be different and how things need to be shaped different is definitely a challenge. So for our viewers today who may not know you and you know, you're know you new at the school, could you tell us a bit about yourself and maybe your teaching background and, and other schools you've been at and you know those experiences have sort of helped you be the teacher you are today? Okay, absolutely. So I have quite a bit of experience really. I won't mention how many years that is. Um, um, I started teaching in sort of country Victoria. So I'm from Gippsland, which is about two and a half hours or three hours east of here. Um, and I went to Amara School actually myself um, in Sale, which is a, a small small city, um, as I say, quite a distance from here. Um, I started teaching there. Uh, I moved to another sort of rural city. Um, and I came to the city about seven or eight years ago to teach in the western um, suburbs of Melbourne. So I've moved around. Most of those environments have been co-ed predominantly, um, different environments um, in terms of co-ed, different sort of the girls on this campus, the boys on different campus or combined, but a, a variety of sort of co-ed environments there. Um, and look, they're all different and all the communities are different. As I said um, before, it's about getting to know the community um, and students in different environments and people in different environments have different needs, different focus, different goals. And that's that's always the priority, I think, when you're teaching to understand the community so that you can provide for their goals. Suzanne, what traits and qualities do you feel brought you to where you are now and took you from rural Melbourne and rural Victoria to now? Okay, that's a that's a great question. It's not one you sort of I sort of sit around and think about much, to be honest. Um, what traits? So I suppose I'd describe myself as um, pretty organised, pretty committed, um, very interested and very passionate about the work. Mm. Um, and I think I'm quite collaborative and quite um, I'm I'm a listener. I think. Um, and again, as I say. But getting to know communities and getting familiar with communities, it's about listening and it's about working with people and collaborating with people. Do you feel that you were born with these traits or did you develop them through your experience teaching? 
Oh, I think probably a combination of both, but I, I, I think you certainly develop them as you work with people. So you start to understand how other people work and how you want to work with people. Um, and you start to get to, I think, understand that people have wonderful ideas and they have wonderful contributions that they can make. Um, and if you work collaboratively with people, then you get the benefit of those ideas and you can actually move things much better and move things forward much faster. So with this, obviously, these traits that you have, and, and I think we can all agree they're wonderful traits that you do have, do you think you got them from, say, your family or do you think you were sort of born with them? Um, I think my family played a big role in it. Um, as I said, I come from the country and, you know, the country is sort of very much a, a sort of country. Victoria is very much a bit of a, a roll up your sleeves and work with your community and get to know everyone. And, and I know um, every time I go and visit my mum and dad, it takes us forever to get from place A to place B because people are stopping to say hello and mum knows this person and dad knows this person. Um, and so I think part of it's developed as you, as you grow and part of it's part of being in that community and with my family, yeah. We talk about the traits and qualities. I feel an example that I've seen because you hosted Sandy, uh, you know, organized the Anzac mass did, yeah. celebration. Yes, and I, I played the, the trumpet in the last post. And that was a big cool. thing for me. And I felt the email that you reached out with me. And that I appreciated that because the presence was there. Mm -hmm. and it, was, it was a beautiful email. But uh, do you feel that the impact you have on the students and the kids here at Marcelin is, is something that drives you? Absolutely. Um, I think one of the things that so certainly drives me in education and one of the reasons I've probably moved a few times, um, I don't think I've moved a lot though, mm. um, but moved a few times is I, it does inspire me to try something new, go somewhere new and see if I can make an impact. Um, and that's what I was really interested in in the move here to Marcel and whether mm. I could play a role in making an impact with the students here. And, and as you've mentioned a couple of times, the community is quite different to what I'm used to. So the, the all-male student population is quite different. Um, I was very excited and very interested and in hoping that I could make that impact here. Mm. Mm. And... Was there a specific person who inspired you? I am um, I when I think back, I and when I think of people who inspired me, I I, I might sound like a, a few other teachers. I was I was actually first inspired by a teacher, um, and I, I remember very vividly being a year seven student. And I, as I say, I went to school um, in a, a smaller town called Sale, and it was a Mara school, but it was run by the Our Ladies uh, of Sion. Um, and so we were all girls, and I, and I remember very vividly being in a science class as a year seven student with a female science teacher um, who was so passionate about chemistry and physics and about the role that girls could play in the sciences um, that she absolutely inspired me and I've I've worked with her when I went back to the school as a teacher in my first teaching position and I would go to her and ask her questions about about my students and about my classes and, and in fact there was a class of boys I had that I struggled with a little bit trying to engage with them and she sort of helped me through that and told me about taught me about honesty and collaboration and about understanding where the students were coming from and about using that collaboration to inspire them. So I was definitely inspired by this teacher when I was reasonably young, I think. Yep. So she inspired you. Do you feel that you inspire other people, especially within the school? 
Oh, geez. Um, feel? Um, I hope I do. It, it, that's not a. That's not something I, I would sort of go, yeah, I, I inspire people. Um, I hope that I can. Um, I hope that I can sort of um, provide ideas or, or present options and things that inspire people. Hmm. Part of the, the broadcasting today is touching on the qualities and the traits of role models, especially uh, women in a male-populated um, area so like your science teacher mm -hmm. what do you feel made that science teacher a, a part like put that apart from all the other role models because she was so passionate did gender play a role into that oh i i, I think i have to admit that it did i think she mm. was very passionate um she was very um animated and active with the way she she did science and being a female myself, I could see myself in her, and mm. I and I think that that's part of what inspires us. When you sort of see someone and you think, I can see those traits or characteristics. If if that person can do it, then I can do it too. Definitely. So, yeah. mm. Mm. Um, now this is a tough question, but traditionally young males tend to have adult males as their role models. Is there any reason why a young male couldn't have someone such as you as their role model? Um, I don't think so. I. I as in, as in, I think they could. I don't think there's any reason yeah. that that a a young male student couldn't look up to to a female, someone like myself, as a role model. Um, I, I know it's traditional, and and as I mentioned, it's sort of about looking for characteristics or looking for things that you can see in yourself. Um, so it does maybe make it a little trickier. Um, but I I hope that students could look at me in in a community like this and see someone who is passionate about education or or interested in in their their well being and their future and see someone who um, as a teacher even sort of inspires them in that direction. Yeah. And what do you think the key difference sort of is between going to an all boys school now compared to teaching at say an all girls school or, or a co-ed school? Other than the fact that the gender difference, what do you think are the, is the key differences? I think the key difference is about how you learn differently and how you engage with things mm. differently. Um, and there's a lot of um, academic theory, a lot of educational theory about the the emotional link for girls between each other and with their teachers and education and, and the way that, that young men engage in a more practical way and a more hands-on way and are more interested in the, in the application of their knowledge and, and how things are going to be used in society and things like that so the big difference for me in this role and coming into this community as a teacher is tapping into those differences that we have in how we learn and how we find education inspiring do you find that you have to adapt your style of let's just say controlling the class or keeping everyone in order maybe getting the homework done in time do you have to change your style when um, teaching boys as compared to girls yes um, but I think that's that's true of you know, any different collection of students. But um, certainly, as I, as I mentioned, the way that boys learn, the, the academic and the theory that we have, the way that boys learn is different. Um, so, yes, I do need to adapt the way I, I do things. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Be Like Her Live on Marceline Live, live from Marceline College in Melbourne, Australia. My name is Alex Chung and I, my co-hosts today are Josh McCraith and Declan Braniff with our special guest, Susan Farley. Deputy Principal of Learning and Teaching at Marsland College. Suzanne, what advice do you have for any young person who is experiencing uncertainty or self-doubt in their lives? Um, my advice would be to talk to someone. 
So look for someone you trust, someone um, that you have a connection with and talk to them about it. And actually don't be afraid to start that conversation with somebody because you're not alone. Um, Everyone has doubts, everyone has uncertainties, everyone has fears and reach out and speak to someone about that. And did you ever have doubts that you could achieve what you've achieved today and be in the role that you are? Absolutely, and I still do. Um, Even in the role, I sometimes have doubts about um, things that are happening or or decisions or or things like that. And um, one of the best things I've done is actually reached out to someone and said, what do you think? Do you think I can? How do you? And had those conversations. So sort of following up to that question, what do you think were your biggest challenges on the journey to where you are today? Um, I think the the biggest challenge um, for me and for a lot of people is probably confidence and actually feeling like um, confident in the in the way that we present ourselves and in a leadership role you sort of have to have confidence and you, and you sometimes look around at people and you think wow they're so confident and they're so organised and they're so together and they understand everything and they know everything um, and the challenge for anyone sort of moving forward is to understand that that doesn't come without work so you don't you can't look at it and go geez I'm not like that person or I'm not it it will come if you work at it. So it's about working at it and actually getting used to things and getting to know things. As a teacher, and I would arguably say as a role model, what do you feel that that work, what was the greatest achievement that that drive, that push, that work brought you? Um, I think the, the biggest achievement, I, I think when you, you see that you're having an impact Mm. And, and when you see that you are actually making a difference and that, that people are impacted by what you're doing, I think that's always what drives me. If things are affecting people in a good way and things are moving things in a good way and having a good impact. Is there any one event that you could point at and single out as the best? Um, I, I think I actually look for little things. So, um, I, I don't think big events. I I think the fact that, and you mentioned that before that email that I Mm. sent you, that the fact that I could actually make you feel that way with that email, I think that's fantastic. I think if a student sort of can come to me and say, I really enjoyed that, or I really liked that, or I'm really interested in this now, I think that's what I look for. Mm. In becoming the position that you are today as Deputy Principal of Learning and Teaching, um, did you find that there were challenges to becoming one of the higher-ups in a a school? Yeah. Um, Yeah, there's there's lots of challenges. First of all, you sort of – there's some fantastic people out there. So um, sort of becoming that or rising up those positions can be tricky. Um, I think – People look at you differently when you move through different roles like that. So as you move higher up, there's there's different ways that people look at you and perceive you and discuss things with you. And um, just as a woman, do you feel that you perceive differently than if there was a man who was pursuing the same career path? Uh, yes, I think so. Um, I think sometimes people might look a little more carefully or a little more closely. Um, I think, and, and you've mentioned a couple of times in different environments, people might look a little differently or look a little more closely and maybe in an environment like this they might be looking a little more closely at how I do things and how I engage with the community and how that fits in with the community vision. That's all we have time for today. Thank you to our guest, Suzanne. It's been a great pleasure talking to you today and about your your achievements. Um, we're here live from Marsland College in Melbourne, Australia. You've been listening to Be Like Her on Marsland Live. My name is Alex Chung and my co-hosts today were Declan Braniff and Josh McCraith.
Thanks for joining us today, Suzanne. We found the information you've provided today very useful. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me, and it was wonderful to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. Until next time, have a great day. Live from Marcelin College in Melbourne, Australia, you're listening to Be Like Her Live on Marcelin Live.